Welcome to the King Reflections Podcast. I'm Daniel Oliver, your host, owner of Xander King Clothing Line, a personal trainer, a graphic designer, soon to be life coach, and advocate for bringing people back to life or waking people up from the mediocre thinking and living to encourage them to live a more fulfilling life of a king or a queen, but not the stereotypical king or, or a queen life that we're blindly taught throughout history. This is my first official podcast of King Reflections, and I'll be having a mixture of either of these kind of like diary entries where I just talk about thoughts that I reflect on throughout the week, uh, discussions with people I find um, are aware and deep in their own thoughts, and even some spoken poems. I feel the power of these three and many others help me process my thoughts as I reflect on them differently and express them differently when portrayed in different styles. And my hope for this podcast uh, is to encourage men um, that it's okay to talk um, and to have emotions and feelings and to contemplate and confront our ideas and concepts that we normally go through throughout life um, and just challenge our own values and morals um, to see if it's really what we vibe with or what we resonate with um, to make us better for ourselves and for the community as well. So I got this idea of um, like a diary entry sort of concept through um uh, it's called Diary of a CEO, a podcast by Stephen Bartlett. And he, every week, at the end of every week, tries to have a podcast where he talks about everything that he thought about that week, whatever came up in that week that he found struggling, that he's been struggling with or um, dealing with, to just at the end of the week have this bold, rich, raw, and real, the three R's that I like to stand by, um, diary entry, and just vent it all out in a sense of what was going through his mind and the process, his mind process with um, what he was dealing with that week. So I thought that was a really good idea and I thought I might try that as well. Um, just so people can get a concept of what I, how my mind runs. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm perfect and then don't take all my stuff gospel <laughs> because it, sometimes my mind does change. Um, and sometimes I'll be a hypocrite and go back on my word um, later in the future. So it's just these thoughts that are going through my head um, this week. So my first one was on Monday and someone was asking me about my clothing and um, they wanted to know what sizes are in my hoodies and if they're warm um, and how if the quality of the t-shirts is good. And I, I believe that the quality of the t-shirts is good. Um, I really like the fit and the comfort of mine um, and the hoodies. Everyone's been talking about how good they are. Um, you know, they're comfortable, they're warm, um, they don't wash um, like they don't shrink when they wash and the color of the, of the ink doesn't, um, fade away in like the first few washes. It takes a while, which is good. Uh, but I struggle to sell my product. And I, even when I was a personal trainer, I found it really hard to sell myself, um, and to sell the idea to people that they need personal training. Like I find it very hard. If it was somebody else, like I always say to my friends, like if you had your business or you had your product, I will be at the forefront selling it to people um, to get their business up and running. Like I want their business to succeed. I'll be at the forefront. If it's something that I really believed in and really want to help my friend, I would be all in doing the best I can to sell them, um, sell their product to their customers. Um, but I, I struggle selling my own things. Um, and I'm not really excessively... Sure, I think it's more of I feel like I'm a fraud or I feel like that I'm not good enough to be selling my own things and I don't want to come off as arrogant or um, 
cocky that, you know, this is my product, you know, I'm so good that I've got, you know, <laughs> this brand that you should buy to convince people to, you know, you know, make guilt trip them to say, you know, this is my brand, you should buy it, you should support me. And it's like, no, I don't really like selling myself like that. And I, I, I struggle. I, that's what it feels like every time I do try and sell myself and I don't want to come off as that kind of person. <laughs> um, but then someone said to me, well, no, you can, but you don't have to sell your product, but you can sell confidence. And I thought about it and I'm there going, selling confidence. And initially, I can sell confidence to people. That's something I can sell to instill in them that they can be confident in themselves and in their um, ability, in their profession or, you know, just anything that they are interested in. And some of them might be like, oh, I have trouble. Uh, I have confidence. I have a struggle with confidence in parties and stuff. And I'll be like, well, what do you, what do you struggle with? Or what's the, the concept? Like, why are you struggling with that? Like, what don't you feel confident in? Like, oh, I don't feel confident about myself. Like, you've got those people that are good looking over there and, you know, they dress really nicely and I, I'm here and I don't really dress the best or I don't look as good as them. And I'm going, you don't need to worry about what they do or think or feel. You just need to worry about like, because they've probably got insecurities of their own. They're probably thinking the exact same thing, you know, and they're human. They have to go toilet and they have to shower naked. <laughs> and that's the concept that I always uh, bring up is like, you know, you are capable of doing your professional, your skill, and they are capable of their profession and skill. It doesn't mean that they're better than you or that they dress better than you. They have a talent and you also have your own talent to be confident in because everyone's different and we all play a part in this world as part of a team to help the world keep going around and to help people bettering themselves. So I can self-confidence, but of course that comes through my own confidence that I'll be able to sell that. So with my confidence, I'm able to help people feel because I'm confident in um, my ability to make people feel calm and welcome. I feel like that's one of my strengths. I'm able to get to people's levels or get on their level and make them feel like um, that they don't feel out of place, that they are welcome um, wherever I am and that they can come talk to me or hang out with me and not feel guilty or feel out of place um, is what I'm trying to say. So I do have that ability with my confidence, sell it so that they feel comfortable to be around me and be around the the situation that we're in. For example, the gym, people always be like, oh, I don't really want to go over into the the weight section because there's a lot of guys there and it's really intimidating. I'm going, that's fine. Come with me and I'll show you some of the machines. And I'll just hang out with you for a couple of minutes. And then when you feel comfortable, I'll walk away and then I'll come back. So they, they see like, oh, this guy's confident. Um, he's making me feel comfortable and welcome here. And they don't, and soon after like 10 minutes, they feel like they don't really feel as intimidated. They probably still feel a little bit intimidated and have a little bit of anxiety, but they feel a bit more comfortable to do what they are there to do to improve themselves, just like everybody else is. We're all there to improve ourselves and we shouldn't have judgment being tossed around to and throw or feeling judgment when everyone is there to improve their physical bodies but also their mental bodies because it is a great way to relieve stress and distract yourself from work and just escape really 
Um, my second point, so that was the first point. The second point was um, same on Monday. Um, from the idea of one of the podcast episodes from Diary of a CEO by Stephen Bartlett was um, time blocking. And sometimes, like we all, it's in order to achieve your goal, in order to get to your goal or accomplish something, you have to put in the hard yards of turning up, creating a discipline um, discipline within your life to time blocking certain time spot slots in your day, in your week, uh, in your month to doing that specific thing. For example, if you want to learn how to play piano or an instrument, you have to turn up almost every day or set time aside, time block an hour a day or half an hour a day, you have to show up to the piano and start practicing the piano, start practicing your skill. And that's the only way you're going to be able to accomplish a goal or um, accomplish anything if you want to succeed at it or want to progress further in it. If you are not turning up, if you're not creating that discipline for yourself, then you're not going to go anywhere. And I've always believed through um, one of Jordan Peterson's videos that I found Discipline creates freedom. For a very beginner of a piano, you have no freedom to express really what you want to feel until you discipline yourself the mastery of the piano, you know, knowing the notes, how they all relate to each other, how they create harmonies, melodies, chords, etc. Until you have that knowledge and that experience of playing the piano and able to understand how it all works, you will not be able to have the freedom to express what you need to express through the art of a piano or through the art of the instrument. So time blocking for me, even though I struggle with some things that I really want to do um, and, you know, slot them into my week, I need to be on top of this a lot more for myself. Um, and I thought, you know, if I bring this up in, in this conversation, maybe I can tell you next week if I really did stick to my time blocking plan uh, sort of to keep myself a little bit more accountable. Um, and I have done it for in the past for a few things or a number of things, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to really try this time to actually put in the effort to time block in my diary, you know, slot it out, which I used to do. If I, we all do it for, um, if you go to the gym, you know, you slot, okay, today, this is the time I'm going to go straight after work or before work. Um, you, you promise yourself that you're going to turn up to the gym to keep on your physical health. Um, and we need to do that for everything. You know, my diet is really not that great. So I need a time block of time where I'm going to sit down and actually plan out what I'm going to eat throughout the week and when um, when I'm going to go shopping to actually purchase all those foods to actually, you know, reach the goal of having a better nutritious um, diet throughout the week so that, you know, that will help with my sleep, that will help with my my thinking, and that will help with my gym, with my physical demands of the gym. So that's one thing that... I was thinking on focusing on this week as well with the time blocking. My third point came on Tuesday and um, it's one of the hard topics that I find hard to talk about is loneliness. And I don't really mind in a sense, like it's not hard, excessively hard to talk about, but it's one that I struggle with for myself. Um, and I came across um, Justin Bieber's song that just came out called Lonely. And one of my friends actually sent me a song called Lonely by Noah Cyrus. And it was just funny how these two um, came across in my 
to my attention or brought to my attention on the same day. Um, and my my concept of loneliness that I like my struggle with it is that I find it really hard to connect with people. Um, and in the sense of, you know, I have my expectations and my standards um, and my morals that when people, in a sense, don't meet those standards or expectations, I find it very hard to then talk to them um, or find it very hard to talk with them because they're so different and I find we're completely two different levels. And when I say something, they're like, oh, no, that's that's really stupid to think like that. And I'm there going, uh and I, I shut down and they're going, okay, I'm not going to obviously interact with this. Well, not interact with the person, but not interact with that type of conversation or bring up those topics. I just avoid any topics sometimes to avoid clash or um, conflict or confrontation because uh, I hate confrontation with a passion. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I abstain from very deep connections with people Um when I realize that not on my on my page or not on the same page, um, especially spiritual, I find it very hard. Uh, I'm a very spiritual person in the sense of um, in a relationship with God, and a lot of people have this misconception that, or they've got this religious concept, and I don't believe in the religious concept. My thing is having a relationship with God, not. A religion with God, if that makes sense, and a lot of people find it very hard to understand those two differences. So it's it's and because they've got these preconceived ideas um, from their past and what they've been taught, they find it very hard to understand where I'm coming from. So the connection there is sort of lost, and it's hard to explain to them. And most of the time, most people get offended and are like, or, or judgments passed up, and they're. They're like, oh, you're just stupid for believing an invisible person in the sky. It's like, mm, to me, he's not invisible, but okay. <laughs> so it's very hard. I find very hard to connect with people on a deep level. Uh, the next thing that I came across was on Wednesday. And it's about worship. And I was listening to an Ellie Goulding song. Um, I can't remember which song it was, but she says in there in the song, uh, you get me to worship you in a sense of her relationship that, she, that she's in with somebody. And this person has got some narcissistic traits. So they obviously have this sense of being wanting to be the center of attention all the time. Um, they want to be validated all the time. Um, they're the only ones that are really important. So they, the lyrics are sort of saying like, they got from her perception they wanted to be worshipped and their life to be revolved around or you know the center of the of her world sort of thing so that her life revolves around them and it got me thinking like how much we actually worship ourselves in a sense of when we go on social media and with instagram i find it all the time People are posting up these beautiful images of themselves or um, things that they love, and it's all about them. Like, and that's the whole point, I guess, for social media is that you're you're creating this profile online to you know express who you are, to create this 
image of who you are and your likes uh, and your dislikes and your accomplishments. Never so much the the hard times, which really do need to be expressed more, I feel. Uh, but it's all this projection of how great I am, how great my life is. And, you know, these stories glorifying everything they do and everything they, um, everywhere they've been, the relationships that they're in. It's all this glorification of how good their life is. And it's, we put this stuff up to get likes and to get traction and to feel validated that we are on the right path through people's likes and through people's comments and stuff when really we're getting them to worship us. And in the same sense, we are also worshiping them when we go and like their stuff or comment their stuff, um, especially if it's something that we don't highly agree with. I find it a lot of time people will say to me stuff and then somebody on their friends list will or our friends list will post up something contradicting what they just said but they'll still like it because it's just like oh that's you know my friend and you know i like that because it's my friend it's just like they don't want to obviously be left out or don't want to feel that person make that person feel like they're um not saying the right thing or something i don't know i don't really know exactly what the concept is but and they're going you're still worshiping someone else and you're also worshiping yourself when you put up this content I and mean, with the, with a business, obviously you have to pro- you have to promote your product and stuff. So of course there's going to be a sense of worship um, of your your brand and your product there. So I can understand that. But in a sense, like and coming from a Christian perspective, and this is for Christian people. Um, so if you're not Christian, you don't, this isn't for you in the sense. Um, is that are we making people worship us? Or are we making people worship Jesus? And that's something that we have to be careful about as followers of Christ is what content are we putting up? Are we putting up content to reflect ourselves and our opinions? Or is it to reflect Jesus that's living inside of us? And that's something I'm always wary of is, am I projecting something that's self-glorifying my work? Or am I glorifying God? And whereas, and how people are interpreting that of where what I'm worshiping and what I want other people to worship, in a sense, because people always say to me, "Oh, you're doing such a great job with your, you know, with your your clothing line and with your jobs." And they're going, "Thank you very much," but I would not be here today if it wasn't for God in my life. So really, I'm thanking God for instilling these values into me, instilling this knowledge, making me or allowing me to come across other people's artworks and um, understanding their artworks and, you know, them explaining it to me like I've been influenced highly by a lot of things. And my art and my view of the world, in a sense, has come from him allowing things to cross my path and for and me delving into his into his word, into the Bible, and to understand his way of thinking. And that's what's got me to where I am today. So really, all my hard work on the brand is because of the mentality through the Bible that I've been reading and other content from other podcasts and other you know YouTube videos that I watch and stuff. And it's but it's all again coming down to my hard work, my effort, my concept, my creative desire, my creative um, ability is coming from God. So it all goes to him. When people say thank you, I'm going, 
thank you very much for um you know feedback because i do need feedback and to improve my products and to improve uh, my artwork and see if people resonate with it um, but it all again comes from god my inspiration and motivation and it does come from people as well but most of it comes from god so back to the whole worshiping thing as christians are we seeking selfishly seeking our own glorification or are we seeking god's glorification um anyway i'll leave that one with that the fifth point on wednesday was uh, my own standards and my judgment um, and how wrong and how hypocritical of me because i'm always preaching you know um try your best not to judge anyone and it's been instilled with me in a young age because my name daniel literally means um god is my judge in a sense and that goes back to humans are not my judge god is my judge and I guess that's where you could get where Tupac got his thing is where only God can judge me. Got his little quote from. So, um, but how sometimes people that I don't even know on the street, um, and they do something that I don't fully agree with or I don't fully um, understand, like for example, cigarettes and smoking, I find it very hard um, to understand the concept of smoking because it's destroying your body destroying your lungs it can create cancer etc etc but i know people do it to relax and stress because they've gone in there and, you know, and they started that habit from a young age being surrounded by you know at parties being surrounded by people that smoke because it's a cool thing or a recreational occasional thing to do um, but then they get addicted to it because of the nicotine and i find it highly unattractive unattractive for myself like i find it unattractive to see someone with the cigarette in their hand and then they've got the window down in their car and they've got a cigarette and they take a smoke and whiff it out the window or they chuck the bud out and I'm there going, oh, like, that's disgusting. Like, it's so unattractive. <laughs> but, and, 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 and it creeps, if I let it get to that point of, you know, I would never talk to that person, how wrong of me to have that mindset that this person is a bad person when they're not a bad person at all. You know, I believe that everyone is good. They just make bad decisions from um, uneducation, uneducated, you know, um, thoughts or um, misconceptions or misunderstanding or, you know, not wanting to understand. Everyone is a good person. They're doing the best that they can. They're trying to um, look out for themselves and to avoid, you know, bad emotions, bad feelings. We all don't want to feel bad emotions or bad feelings. We want to feel good. So, we are trying to be good people, but sometimes we make bad choices or make mistakes. Getting to those um, that good feeling, in a sense, that it's not that great. So, um, and that's my hypocritical attitude. Sometimes is that it shines through. I do judge from time to time, and then I have to catch myself and go, "Dingle, they're not a bad person. Just because they're doing something that you don't like doesn't mean they're a bad person. So stop hating and judging on them." And I always have to bring myself to that. And the same thing on that same day um, is my housemate ran out of toothpaste <laughs> and he used mine without asking. So I got to the bathroom and they're going, my toothpaste is out of place. And just the way it's squeezed, I'm there going, and now it's squeezed wrong, which means someone's used it. Why can't he just afford or just be pay attention to more? Like when, when, I, when I run out of something, like when I'm running out, I go, okay, I'm going to go to the shops and buy more before I run out just so I don't stand there going i have nothing now and 
that's my mindset towards him. I'm going to meet that expectation. I'm going, like, dude, why <laughs> have you not planned this so that you don't run out of toothpaste, so that you buy more, so that you, you know, <laughs> it's there. And I pulled myself up on it going, how hypocritical of me, because I'm always promoting as well and preaching, you know, if someone's in need, you know, let me know and I'll provide food if you need food. I'll provide clothing if you need clothing. If you need somewhere to stay for the night, I'll provide that. But even my own housemate, how hypocritical of me to go, <laughs> just don't use my toothpaste. Or if you do use my toothpaste, just let me know when really it should be, you know what? I'm glad that my toothpaste was available for him to use so that he can keep his teeth clean and that he is looking after himself. I'd rather him look after himself and use my toothpaste rather than neglect his health um, and, you know, end up having bad outcomes for not taking care of his teeth in a sense. Uh, Same with food. You know, if he's starving, he hasn't got anything to eat. I should be in my head as a Christian Um, especially when God says, you know, look out for the poor, look out for those that need something, you know, and provide it for them. If you can provide it, provide it. Don't hold back from it because holding back is just as bad as stealing something from someone, you know. If they're in need, meet their needs without feeling bad or without resentment, without, you know, making, you know, trying to guilt trip them, just provide because they need it at that time. And God blesses that and honors that a whole lot more um, than just ignoring it or, you know, holding resentment. So, again, my hypocritical attitude that I have to bring up every day, like I have to confront myself and go, was that the right thought? That wasn't the right thought. That was actually pretty bad. That was pretty selfish. And I'm always trying my best to be selfless and not be selfish um another topic that happened i think it was wednesday or thursday maybe it was thursday uh, i went to um a birthday party it was for a 13 year old boy it wasn't a party in a sense it was just to get together at his house and he was on his phone and listening to a podcast so he had a earpiece in his right ear uh, listening to a podcast that he was interested in and um, on his phone. And the adults are all at the table. Um, I'll probably get in trouble for talking about this, but, you know, <laughs> I promise that this will be honest, <laughs> rich, raw, and real. But all the adults at the table were talking about, you know, their topics that they want to talk about. And me, I'm there going, man, these topics are boring as, like, let's talk about, themes and concepts and challenges and, you know, our morals and values and, you know, what do we find so, you know, the things that we find it hard to talk about. And these, the the boy, that it was his birthday, was at the table, but again, like I said, was listening to his podcast and on his phone, replying to messages or comments, whatever. And his father and his older brother by like 16 years, we're like, get off your phone. How disrespectful for you, for you to, you know, we're all here for you. It's your birthday. But yet here you are on your phone being rude, ignoring all of us. Be part of the conversation. And I was there going, man, at that age, I was the same thing. Like, I'm there going, these 
adults are talking about boring things. So I'm just going to go do my own thing, which I did. I walked out of the room and let them do. And, you know, because I was out of sight, out of mind, I totally forgot that I was there. And I thought, you know, like, isn't this my party? Shouldn't, you know, they should be interested in me. And I'm there going, and also how hypocritical of me going, you know, let's talk about what I want to talk about. And because all the adults are talking about what they wanted to talk about. And I wanted to talk about what I want to talk about. But we were there for his birthday. And in a sense, we should really be talking about what he's interested in because it's his birthday. The, sh- everything should pretty much stop to be centered around, around, centered around him in a sense. You know, what is he interested in? What podcast was he listening to? Why was he interested in it? Um, what what comments is he talking about? Or what, what's his friends talking about? Like, we should... I feel like... I should have been more interested in what he was interested in to make him feel that it was his day and that he was special. That, you know, just because it wasn't the same interest as, as what I was interested in um, doesn't doesn't ignore the fact that he is of some worth and that he is valuable in the way he thinks, especially at a young mind. You know, he's the next generation for all of us. Like his generation is going to, you know, lead us one day and we should be paying attention to what they like and make them feel like they are important, make them feel like they are valued. Um, And if we don't start that young now, then that's when rebellion starts because they're like, well, you don't care about me, so I'm just going to go do my own thing and don't care what you think. And that's the dangerous part is when, you know, children start doing things out of rebellion to get... um, validation from someone else or something else rather than their parents like if the parents aren't nurturing that then the kids are just going to go and do their own thing not saying like this family was going to do that but just saying in in a general sense that like because i started rebelling when i didn't feel completely acknowledged completely important um when i didn't feel like i was heard so i just rebelled because i'm going well if you don't care well i'm going to go find something that does care or find someone that does care about me. Um, and that's something that I'm going, am I, and I personally was not catering to this 13-year-old boy. Like he was, it's his birthday, which I should have been more interested in him um, because he is important in this life. Um, and he's important to my life because it's my family. Anyway, so that was just my little thing about that situation. <laughs> Um, and the last point is a lot of people always say, oh, you're always smiling. You know, when you're at work, you're smiling all the time or when they see me on the streets. And this, this, this one person, um, is a security guard at a shopping center that I go to and he goes to me, oh, you're always smiling. Like, why are you smiling? Don't you have a bad day? And I'm going, no, I do have bad days. Like, of course I have bad days. (laughs) Of course there's times when I'm not smiling at all. And he's just like, oh, but like, it's as if you're like, oh, what are you smoking? Like, what are, what are you on? <laughs> I'm going, just oxygen. Um, and there's a few factors that build into this of why I'm always smiling or why I'm always enjoying life in a sense. Um, one is I know how bad or sad life can get especially in the lonely aspect as I was t- touching on before. 
it does get very lonely and sad when you don't have, you know, someone that supports you or you feel like you don't have someone that supports you and um, cares about you on a deep level connection, on a deep connection level, sorry. Um, so, and I don't want other people to feel sad around me. I want them to feel happy and feel encouraged and feel excited to be alive. Um, so I do my best to always be smiling um, or joke around. And sometimes that's some jokes that I do are inappropriate. Um, but I would rather be, in my mind, inappropriate and ha- make someone smile and feel comfortable uh, than be, in a sense, appropriate and make them feel like they're being judged or make them feel like they're not welcomed or make them feel like they're out of place and uncomfortable. <clears throat> so I always try my best to be smiling um, and to enjoy their company and to make them feel like their company is also enjoyed by me. Um, sometimes I miss the mark though. Sometimes I'm not smiling. Sometimes I'm grumpy or I'm thinking about something else. And uh, and some people just generally do annoy me just like everyone, like with everyone, everyone annoys someone or someone annoys everyone, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and so that's one thing um, coming from a lonely understanding. But also I'm smiling because of my faith and my relationship with God um, is that every time I've been in a, a pit of loneliness or despair or depression, knowing that I can turn to God and the, Him just being there at all times, knowing that I do have an like a, a higher being looking out for me, that my life is going in the right direction for my path, um, and it's going to a, a, a direction of you know benefits for not just myself but other people um, trying to live and be a better person. That's something I find worth smiling about. I'm not perfect yet, or I've never probably never will be. I'm not I'm the most favored perfect person, but I know that I'm doing the best I can, and that is worth to me smiling about. Is that I'm doing my best. If it doesn't meet um, people's expectations or standards, that's what something I don't need to worry about. All I need to worry about is that I feel I'm meeting to the standards um, or doing my best to try and meet those standards. So that's why I'm always smiling. I guess is that you know I and I enjoy people's personalities and interacting with people and making them laugh um, and knowing in the background that I'm doing my best. Um, putting in my effort and that's all that really matters and I don't need to meet anyone's expectations or standards so anyway so this is the uh, first episode I'll finish there Uh, it's actually gone over half an hour which I didn't expect it to but um, I hope you got something out of that and again I hope it helps people to overcome their situations or their you know their struggle to talk or to feel like they're not alone um, you know, a lot of people probably won't excessively relate on all these points, but they might relate on one point and hopefully they feel like, oh, you know what? I feel like that too. I don't feel so alone or I don't feel so out of place. Uh, but yeah, so if you can, like every other podcast and every other YouTuber, like, subscribe, and uh, I'll see you next time. <laughs> uh, but no, if you can, yeah, share this with someone that you think will benefit from it. Um, 
and hopefully you are encouraged to not be afraid to talk about your emotions or what's going through your head um, and not to be afraid to have a conversation with yourself um, and to actually confront your emotions, confront your morals, confront your values of, and question why, be curious of why you act and behave in a certain way um, and try and better yourself um, and better yourself for, not just for yourself, but also the communities because you are valued and there is value in you and people will benefit from hearing your story or benefit from hearing your turn of events or perspective. So anyway, with that, I'll let you go and uh, have a wonderful day. Take care.